Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Now, I just came back from the restroom here at KSLX. Did you have a nice nap? Uh, no, I I, uh, I had a nice relieving time in well, there. You took a rest, I imagine. When I came back, I walked into the studio. Then I was able to remove my mask. But we must still wear our masks as we uh, roam the halls here yeah. at KSLX. Yeah, it's a it's company mandate. And actually, I, I'm surprised at how many people, because let's face it, there's only like five of us here in the building at this time, but everybody sort of adheres to it, it, which is kind of cool. Although in Scottsdale now, yeah. it was announced their mask mandate is over. No kidding. Masks are no longer mandatory in Scottsdale. Oh, well, isn't that fantastic news for everybody? Yes. I'm sure they're shouting. I'm free. Exactly. <laughs> yes, that's what they are. I'm free. Nice. Yes, Finally, that was, yes. That yes. was announced the other day by uh, the Scottsdale mayor, the man with the plainest name in the world. Uh-huh. Jim Lane. Well, that's because everything in Scottsdale is whitewashed. You ever notice? You can't put any signs out that have any style or anything like that. It's got to be completely uniform over there. So here's what happened with right. the, with this whole thing. You know, okay. uh, in Scottsdale, a lot of the women there like to use collagen injections on their lips. Right. They weren't, they weren't <laughs> able to true? show up. Is yeah. this true? Oh, I think it's true. Oh, I thought you are making that up. No, it's my theory. Okay. Um, it's, you know, they weren't <laughs> able to show off how rich and full and plump their lips were. So, plump is a fun word to say. Yes. And yeah. they uh, So they petitioned the city council, and right. a lot of these women had recently had breast augmentation. Sure. So they yeah. were very persuasive. Yeah. That's my theory. So they're sticking with it. Essentially, it's it's like Charo in a tube top is what you're looking at. If somebody, if there's a woman with those lips and, a, and a, you know, you remember Charo in a tube top. The only reason to watch the Jerry Lewis Labor Day telethon. There you go. Yeah. One right. of our so first memories now, is what's going on there. Now, the, of course, the Maricopa County mandate. Right. Is still in effect, which would include Scottsdale. But now it's up to the Maricopa County. So if you see something, enforcement. Yeah, if you see something, let Maricopa County know. This if you see something, say something. Hmm. I definitely want to ask. I definitely want to ask. You know who's going to cover all this? No. Take care of it. Oh, the mask police. Oh no. Yeah, yeah of course they are. The mask yeah. police are still on the job. Oh boy. Thank you for your service. The mask police, they make me cover my face. The mask police, they keep my mask in its place. The mask police, they're always on the case. Oh, no. This is a, uh, actually, we got a guy on the phone who uh, wanted to know if anybody called saying that they watched the Green Mile over the weekend. As oh, yeah. We, as we, you know, we kind of recommended that in the Mark and Neanderthal Friday movie pick, so I... I got, I got, got to, to know. know. Yeah, what's up? Did, did you watch it? Yes, I did. It was fantastic. You've never seen it before? No, no. I did not. No. Huh? Did you cry? No, I didn't cry. But it was, it was, it was. Um, he cried. It was a quite interesting movie. So you weren't, uh, you weren't yeah. sad when when John Coffey went to meet his maker because he was dog tired, boss. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it was it was a very interesting movie, and I wouldn't say sad, but I can say there was there was parts of it that like sad. okay, some twists I wasn't expecting. Percy Wetmore, you wanted to punch him in the face, didn't you? Oh man, yeah, I did. Oh gosh, the Percy, Percy Wetmore, everybody <laughs> hate him. <laughs> yeah, I like, and I like that Mister Jingles was still through the movie at the end. He was still there with with Paul. Oh yeah, that that was wow. That, that was, end was a real twist. Thanks for checking in, man. Yeah, sure. All right, so yeah, there you go. The there Green you. Mile, mm -hmm. we recommended that. We're not going to steer you wrong. We're both good movie pickers. Yeah, unlike my ex-wife, who was banned from... Uh, I mean, it was amazing how bad she was at picking movies. And again, you know me. I would never speak ill of my ex-wife. 
you know, it just well, didn't facts work. Facts are facts. <clears throat> didn't work yeah. out. But yes, about oh. we were together for 26 years. About 11 months in the relationship, she was banned from picking movies because she had an inordinate talent in picking horrible movies. Yeah, my it wife, was her thing. Yeah, it's what she did. My wife's on double secret probation. She doesn't right. know it, so don't. Any, please, no, nobody yes. say anything. Yeah, thankfully, but, uh, she doesn't listen to this show because she's smart. Yeah, her movie picking can be suspect. Well, I at mean, best. obviously, her matrimonial choices was your first clue. That oh she might no, have been, matrimonial yeah, choices were like fantastic. That. Fantastic. If you uh, say so. Well, now, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. There we go. Yeah, this is that time of the week when we take, uh, take a little moment to recognize... And make the world a little bit smaller by introducing you to your neighbors. Well, not officially, just introducing them to your neighbors as the way you introduce them to people that you've never met. <clears throat> so yep. the thing we like to call neighborhood nicknames. Now, for me, I just, you know, we like to, to pull one out sometimes when you've got one personally. I don't know who they are. I don't know who you are. But somebody in my neighborhood has decided to collect the feral cats that I was talking about a couple oh, weeks ago. Yeah. I, I haven't seen them in a couple of days. Now, this has happened before. They've disappeared and come back. I don't know. Maybe they're on vacation, taking a long weekend up in Flag, whatever. Well, everybody needs a break from this yeah, COVID un- stuff. Understandable. Yeah, maybe, maybe they're sheltering in place. I don't know. But I'd like to give the nickname to whatever neighbor decided to collect the cats. Maybe they got them, you know, spayed, neutered, whatever it is, and just refer to them as Chinese food. Thank you. That was an easy one. Slightly racist as well. Yeah. And you don't really know it's true. Yeah. Well, the cool part about that is, you know, if the if Chinese food did steal my cats, they'll be back an hour later. So Liza just emailed us, said, this is not a current one, but when we were growing up, there was this thin, gangly guy who rode around on a bike all day, and we christened him the Peddling Pipe Cleaner. Nice. Perfect. That's beautiful. You know. That's a it, beautiful one. It, it, she goes, it still makes me laugh whenever I think about it. You know, and that's a good one because nobody gets hurt. He didn't know you were saying that about him. We don't even know where you grew up. Right. And the thing is, if he says it to anybody else, any of the other kids in the neighborhood, they all know who he's talking about. Right. Right. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes when we're out at Mark and the Adipal events and so forth, like at a recent Cause for Pause, we ask this folks, these folks about their neighborhood nickname. Sure, it's uh, Randy, and we live in Mesa. And what is the uh, nickname you have for a neighbor? Uh, the Tan Clan. Uh, very nice people, but uh, uh, very, very, very tan. Always walking around and, you know, as little as possible and and, uh, and tan. The guy always has his shirt off, so he's always, you know. <laughs> he's not necessarily, they should have his shirt off, but he does anyway. <laughs> I mean, it is Arizona. Yeah, and everybody it's, it's likes. It's easier. It's easier to do that. Everybody likes a nice, deep, rich tan, but yeah. you do have to be careful. You have to wear your sunscreen and protect your skin. Sure, yeah. All right. Hopefully the tan plan is doing that. Yeah, that's not well, bad like, at all. I like that one. That's yeah. a good one. That's, uh, that, that doesn't suck at all. 480-470-KSLX. If you've got a neighborhood nickname to share, we're always taking them. Well, now. News just coming over to us now. We take, we, this, we take this responsibility very seriously here on the Mark and the Interpol Show. Sure. Whenever... A well-known professional wrestler passes away. Yep. 
You're going to hear it here first, more than likely. Yeah, you are. This is your source for fake sports obituaries. Yes, absolutely. If you're looking for, if you're looking for a guy who pretended to be tough guys, uh, we're the guys that will tell you about guys who pretended to be tough guys because we're guys pretending to be radio guys. Although this guy probably was pretty much of a tough guy in yeah. real life, he yeah. certainly looked the part. Yes, we're talking about Road Warrior Animal. Yes, from the, the legendary tag team, the Road Warriors, also known as the Legion of Doom. You'll remember those guys. They were the guys who made uh, painting your faces and mohawks and spiked shoulder pads way more popular than Raiders fans. Long before Raiders fans were doing it, yeah. Road Warrior Hawk and Road Warrior Animal were doing it. And both of them now have passed extremely early in life. Yeah, they, they did inspire that short-lived high school fashion trend of shoulder pads with large metal spikes protruding from them. Which you can still get at the Halloween spirit <laughs> store in case you're looking for them, you know, for this. this, I bet that would be a Halloween costume in some parts of the country this year because of the passing, like do, Halloween parties and stuff. Do we have any sound from Road Warrior well, Animal uh, telling somebody he was going to beat them up? Yeah, of course we do. The, now, rem- imagine you're a 10-year-old and this is on your television on Saturday morning. What about this thing this country's all about? It's a violent society and we're the product of our environment. What we say we're going to do, we do and we get it done. Let me tell you something, Russians. We'll take it over with us. You know what? I mean, that, just I would like to point out this is my favorite it. line in all of that. We're what this thing and country's all about. Yeah, we're what this stick and country's all about. <laughs> yes. Is what we are. We're yes. what this thing and country's all about. It's a violent society, and we're the product of our environment. Yeah, that's road rage. Is what that is. That's oh my right. god, road rage. Yeah. And of course, he included the line that every professional wrestler has used at least once a day. Let, Let me, me tell, tell you something. something. Yep, only you. Used uh, secondarily to Fire Marshal Bill. Yes, yeah, he, he would use that line also. So, and if you notice at the end, at the end of the thing here, let me see if I can get to it here. This is the end. They're patriots as well. Let me tell you something, Russians. We'll take it over with us. Yep. Yeah, they may have been out of control maniacs with spiked shoulder pads and face paint and mohawks, and they may whoop your ass. But they're American patriots. They're doing it for the good of the country. Back then, we considered <laughs> Russia an enemy. I'm not sure what we do these days, but <laughs> they were feuding with a violent Russian tag team, obviously. Remember, so, it's a violent society, and we're products of our environment. Those so, were the road warriors. So, And by the way, just a, a, a trivia note here. His na- real name was Joe Laurinaitis. He is the father of, uh, is it John, James, uh, James Laurinaitis, who plays football for, I, I think, the Rams. He was drafted by the Rams, and I think he retired from the Saints. He okay. played for the Saints Already for a while. Already retired, yeah. okay. Yeah, well, I mean, oh, look, uh, he's still young enough. He could put on the face paint and the shoulder pads. Oh, it wouldn't it be great? He, Road Warrior 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yes, it wouldn't be the first former football player to go into professional wrestling. So, so there you go. There is your fake sports death for the morning. Again, we, we take the responsibility very seriously. When a pro wrestler passes, uh, we like to pass it along to you. When Brutus Beefcake mm-hmm. dies, he mm-hmm. hasn't. But when he does, we'll let you know about it. When Coco Beware expires, you'll hear about it here first. When the Berserker breathes his last breath. You'll hear about it here. When The Undertaker... Oh, wait. He's already the dead man. Exactly. All right. Stupidity runs rampant throughout the world and sometimes throughout the United States and sometimes even closer, like right here in the Valley. And it's our job to point out stupidity. That's why we call it the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Yeah, so last week in Omaha, Nebraska. The Omaha! Heart, Omaha! The heartland, the heartland right there. 25-year-old Thomas Truba was up to some mischief. He had some business that he had to attend to at the Douglas County Courthouse in Omaha. And as he left, he went into his car, 
grabbed two packages out and left them right outside the courthouse. Huh. So, Are you making a delivery? Well, you know how people react to packages that have been left by themselves sure. these days. Yeah. 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 So, especially outside of a courthouse. So the bomb squad was called in, and what they did was they, they used an explosive charge to uh, render the packages harmless. Right. And as it turns out, they were only meant to scare. They weren't really, they weren't really bombs. They were just meant to sort of... You know, get people a little bit nervous and things like that. I still think that's a federal offense. Yeah, absolutely. Just making sure. Yeah, Thomas was just trying to create a little chaos, but it's still serious. What he didn't understand, Thomas, is that when you park facing the wrong way outside a courthouse (laughs) in a construction zone. Oh, no. mm -hmm, People tend to notice you. And there are surveillance cameras that catch everything, too. So when you do all these things, you're a little bit more noticeable. So the cameras picked up Thomas leaving the courthouse knocking over the no smoking sign out of frustration and putting the two packages out and driving away. And, of course, the surveillance cameras picked up his license plate from his vehicle that was parked the wrong way in the construction zone. Yeah, well, again, stupid is as stupid does. Yeah. Police later picked Thomas up, and he must have had no clue they were coming because in Thomas's car was some ecstasy, some drug paraphernalia. Uh Uh-huh. Over $400,000 in cash. Wow. That's, that's a, wait, hang on. That's an Owen Wilson. Wow. 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 And 863 pounds of marijuana. Wow. 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 No wonder he had $400,000 in cash. That is something right there. Yeah. So, um, you know, you got your... You got your leaving the package charges. You yeah. got your other charges and so forth. And, you're, and you're out 863 pounds of marijuana. Yes, and over $400,000 oh, most likely. sucks. Thomas Truba, there is your Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. You think that's a beautiful story you just told. Yeah, dumbass of the day is always sponsored by Indian Motorcycle Peoria. You can find them online at IndianMotorcyclePeoria.com. We mentioned a little earlier here on the Mark and Neanderthal show that Joe Laurinaitis, road warrior animal from World Championship Wrestling, from the World Wrestling Federation and so forth, had he passed was, away. So, you know, one half of the road warriors in the Legion, I remember them as the tag team champions so many times back in the day. Now, ironically, their supposed hometown, they were always introduced as being from Chicago, Illinois, the mean streets of Chicago, Illinois. Right. Um, they weren't. But we will stay in Chicago just for a moment because a, a legend in the city of Chicago also passed away. The Kansas Comet. Was that what, the, you know, was that his, uh, yeah. his college? Yeah, his nickname was Kansas. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't even Comet. know yeah. that. But Gail Sayers, who was one of the few male Gales yes. that you'll ever run across. I think it was G A Y L E or was it G A L E? No, it's G A. I think G A L E. Yes, G A L E. It's a Gale. He was a G A L E Gale. Uh, and a guy, another guy, you know, one of those guys, a lot like Bo Jackson, um, whose career was cut short by injury. Yeah. Um, and you might remember Gail Sayers, not so much for the football player that he was, but for Billy D. Williams' portrayal of him in the Brian Piccolo story, Brian's song. Brian's song. Where we yep. all, that was the first time men were allowed to cry. Oh, my movie. God. That was yeah. the first time we were allowed to, it was, it was legal. It was one, it was, some, Ruth Bader Ginsburg actually was the deciding 
justice on the Supreme Court. Yes. In that landmark decision, men are allowed to cry at a movie. In I'm sure fact, you remember that one. In fact, it was men have to cry yes. at this movie. Yeah, it became mandatory. It was, sure. you know, it was one Billy, of your freedoms was taken. <laughs> Billy D. Williams <laughs> doing that speech in the locker room, I think it was, to yeah. the team about how much he loved Brian Piccolo. It was very, very sad. Yeah. yeah, that was, I remember watching that with my family and I'm like, uh, I'm going to start crying here. Yeah. Uh, I got to run to the bathroom little, here. Yeah, uh, did, you guys, uh, yeah, did you guys uh, Did you guys? run the vacuum this morning? A lot yeah, of dust very in here. dusty. It's very dusty in here. A little sawdust in my eye. Gail Sayers had the misfortune of, I think, playing for some pretty bad Chicago Bear teams. Yeah. And probably doesn't get as much credit as he might deserve because of that. But I, he was one of the... That was one of the first books I ever read. I read his book called I Am Third. It was uh, in, in small letters. It said, God is first, my family is second. And then the big title, I Am Third, right. was his book. And I remember reading that. And as a kid, I didn't get that. I was like, well, God's not going to do my homework. If he did my homework, he'd be first. But, you know, you know, as a kid, you don't understand that sort of thought process. He played for six years, made the Pro Bowl four times. And was a five-time first-team All-Pro. I don't remember. That's how good he is. I, I, that's amazing that he only played that, Six, that 65, short. 65 yeah. through wow. 71. All right. So He was one of those guys that just, you know, was a lot like Barry Sanders. He, it was so amazing, but the, you know, the wick on that candle was very short. I liken him to Ernie Banks in that he's one of those old-time Chicago sports heroes when the right. teams weren't very good, but and, they had these standout players. And by all accounts, a classy guy, like a gentleman, no. a great representative, something that, something that you could always look up to uh, if you were Apparently, it was somebody who go, hey, you could grow up and be like Gail Sayers. He was a, a, a great sort of uh, role model, which I think is great. So I don't know and how And he we... cried at, at Brian Piccolo's side, yep, in the bedside, right. in the, yep. the movie. So. Did you like the little video I just showed you? I, you know, here's the thing. I don't want to dime you out, Mark, because you seem like a nice guy. I mean, I've known <laughs> you for half a decade now, and... And we, we meet every morning and we do our show and you seem like a pleasant guy, good family man and stuff. But I, I, I'm going to I have to cast a dispersion your way. Your dog is a jerk. <laughs> your dog, which what? I whom I've not met yet, but yeah. I've only seen in pictures and videos. But the latest video you've shown me confirms <laughs> that your dog is either either a jerk or auditioning to play defense for the coyotes yeah she is the sweetest dog at home no I mean, she yeah, yeah she she really is she's a just you know patch the australian shepherd yeah is a is a very very sweet dog she becomes a different animal yeah. when you take her to the dog park it's like it's like a drunk she's it's like when somebody like my mom when she was drinking she becomes a uh, different person she you know i don't know you know, it's a herding tendency. It's instinct. You know, yeah, it's they're breeding. That's, She's, the, that's what she, they do. She herds dogs. Yeah, but she and but she and she wants every dog in their particular place. She runs. I mean, it's really she's a jerk. Watching her run is something amazing because it's so powerful. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing because she's not she's not like a dog that you would expect to be powerful, like a, like a pit bull or a Rottweiler or something like that, or a Doberman or one of those dogs that when they take off, it's majestic in stride. Yeah, it's, yet she's quick, oh really quick and powerful, and her stride it looks like a racehorse. I mean, yeah. she. Yeah, really she's is an usually, awesome dog. Usually the fastest one there, and yes, she's no doubt about I, that. I just happened to be, and I was I was getting getting video of her because I wanted to watch the stride and slow it down and yeah. really examine how it goes. And you play the chariots of fire music behind yeah. it and make it look real majestic and stuff. And I caught her. She's she just wipes this labradoodle out. Yes, on purpose, completely on purpose. 
Yeah, no, no. It's she was like a check into the boards. In absolutely, a game. that's exactly what it looked like. It looked like she was skating up from the blue line and just crushing because it was another dog to that dog's right, and she almost like takes that. Do- it's like taking the dog off the puck. She spins it around. Yeah, it was. I mean, lays that dog out. I'll, I'll post the video. I'll put yeah. it up on our Facebook. page. Your dog is the jerk. Is the I, dog park jerk? That's you're that guy. It. You know, she'll do that once or twice while we're there, and most most people are like, "Hey, it's you know, they're dogs. They're right. dogs. They'll work That's it out. What they, they do. Yeah, they find their own levels. Sure. They, they, you know, they find who are the submissive ones, who are the dominant ones. Right. And she's definitely alpha. Yeah, and um, you know, but some guys get some guys get annoyed. Some people get annoyed by it. Oh, and, yeah? and I, I get it. Have you, you run in, Have you run into any of those? Yeah, people? you know, one guy was like, hey, "Control your dog, or I will." And I was like, no, you will not. I just said, don't no, worry about it, buddy. They're dogs. They'll figure it out, you know. And yeah, I love that. I love dog fine. park, dog park, tough guy. Uh, you know, it's, <laughs> control I, your I, dog I gu- or I will. I no, guarantee you, you. I guarantee you. There's been. I, I I can't imagine that's the only face off at a dog park because dogs are an extension of our egos, you know, and we feel very protective of them. Like we feel sure, protective no, of that, babies, yeah. and you don't want to see your dog mistreated. And and sometimes my dog takes advantage of other dogs. I I can't help it. I, I certainly can't catch her. Well, here's the thing. I mean, it's not like it's not like your dog was attacking dogs. They're running around. They run that dog. By the way, I got bad news for people. If you don't want to see dogs growling and and jumping on each other uh, don't and go nipping to at each park. other, yeah. don't go to a dog park yeah. and don't get a dog. That's what they do. Yeah, that's like it's like kids who play fight. That's what they do. They wrestle. They that's there's a difference between a dog having fun and playing and a dog being legitimately aggressive. I have never seen your dog legitimately aggressive toward another dog. Yeah, this is. A, she certainly asserts her I'll, dominance in a, in a physical way. But I'll, I'll post she, the video. It's she's not. She's not really a jerk. I'm just no, goofing on it. It's entertaining. The video. It's really funny. It's kind of funny. It's funny. And, you're, um, and there's a little moment. And the of dog pride. was it's, okay. The dog was fine. It's almost like the first time you see your kid knock another kid down. You're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, we got a woman on the phone. You've you've never taken your dog to a dog park. Do you mind? Do you mind if I ask why? Um, well, he's like a 90 pound Rottweiler and I still can't control him on the leash. So he runs probably around crazy you keep in our him at home. Yeah, it's probably you. best you keep him at home. <laughs> <laughs> we wish yeah. you the best of luck in that yeah, training. Good luck with that. Yeah. yeah. Two words. Pinch All right. collar. <laughs> All right. Good luck to you. Um, I understand that. Yeah, if you can't control them on the leash, they they would be tough in the dog park for sure. Yeah, um, you know, she the good thing is she comes when she's called for the most part. Right. Yeah. Uh, unless she's on a you know unless she's on a def- a defensive shift and she has to check a yeah a forward into yeah. the boards. Yeah, you know what? She's got to say, but she'll sit in the box for five minutes if necessary. Yeah. She's willing to take one for the team. I I guarantee you, somebody who's listening has had some sort of standoff or confrontation at a dog park yeah. because of the dog. Now, and see, you're lucky though because your dog doesn't look intimidating. Walk into a dog park with Rottweiler or a Pitbull yeah. or any of those big dogs or G- German Shepherds. Yeah, I get I get the stink eye the minute I walk through the gate. We had uh, this past Saturday like four Great Danes, yep. three Saint Bernards. They were big dogs. Yeah, there. try walking in with a Connie Corso. Those dogs are like the big mastiffs, yeah. scary as hell. Here I'm actually uh, going to the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page. Why? And uh, the KSLX Facebook page, we just pa- posted that video of my dog uh, throwing the hip check yeah. at, the, at the dog yeah. park. Yotes should give her a call. They got a new GM in right now. They should probably call. They could use somebody like her on the blue line. Yeah, it's a, okay. Oh, this is a night. It's, it's enlarged and everything. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah she's, just, she's a jerk. I mean, that's a jerk move. It was a, it was a hell of a check, though. Yeah. I mean, you know. Listen, you're not going to score a lot of goals with no. her as your defender. Right no, but there. she'll drop the gloves. She's willing to drop the gloves and take one in the you know for the so, team. So the the owner of that dog that she that she hip checked there, 
and took out of the play, never said anything. Right, because um, they're dogs. Because they're dogs. But, you know, some people do say stuff to you at the dog park occasionally if you're if they feel your dog is not uh, behaving the way it should be behaving. It got to the point where I brought my first dog, Bruin. I used to bring him, and he was a King Shepherd, which is a big dog. He's, you know, a 110-pound German Shepherd, which mm-hmm. is a fairly big, beefy German Shepherd. I used to bring him to a dog park in Memphis where I got him, and they would, uh, the people would be like, you could see they would start to leave. Now, he was an aggressive dog, but they naturally, when they see a big German Shepherd walk through the gate, they naturally assume this dog's going to be a problem, so they start to take their dogs. It's like, it's like people that cross the street when you see a hoodlum. You know what I mean? My dog was was that dog. Whereas yours is a sneaky assassin. Yours is like you look at it and go, oh, that's a cute dog. It's always the quiet ones. Beautiful dog. Always the quiet ones yeah. do that. Yeah. Who Beautiful would have thought dog. that your dog would be the most aggressive yep. of, of the three of us? Yep, with her dainty white paws. Yeah. 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 My two German shepherds are couldn't be sweeter. You met you met Ace. We took Ace around to yeah. do some pictures for his Instagram page and stuff. Your dog is way more aggressive than Ace is. Well, <laughs> way more. I don't think so, but <laughs> anyway, what's going on? Uh, I used to have a white German Shepherd, really beautiful big dog, and I took her to the dog park. And this guy comes up to me and says, "You know, wolves aren't allowed here." <laughs> It's funny, though, because if you've ever, I, I know a guy, Mark knows him too, Michael, has a wolf hybrid dog. And if you've ever actually seen a real wolf, much yeah. bigger, much bigger than your German yeah. Shepherd. Much bigger, much oh, yeah. more intimidating, Huge. much scarier. Um, if somebody ever brought a wolf to a dog park, you would certainly know it. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, most, right. <laughs> most wolf owners take them to the wolf park. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a lot of some municipalities have a yeah. wolf park, some don't. Yeah, well, yeah. that's how you know you live in a good neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like that's one of the things you ask your real estate agent: what are the schools like, and does this neighborhood have a wolf park? Exactly. Yep. Paradise Valley has a wolf park. Bad company, ready for love. If I asked you, Paul, what band recorded that, like just the year before, would you know? No. Mott the Hoople. Ah. See, there you go. One of the members was Mick Ralphs, who then went on to form Bad Company, took the song with him. See, that's a little tidbit that would help you out in our new game, The College of Classic Rock Knowledge. Ah, boy. And we've got Greg on the phone. Hello, Greg. Welcome to The College of Classic Rock Knowledge. Are you ready to attain your degree? Uh, I'm ready. All right, we're going to give you four questions. you got to get two out of four to win. It's kind of like going to ASU, except less expensive. <laughs> the prize today is a four-pack of DVDs from the Alfred Hitchcock Collection, which I'm sure you are excited to receive if you graduate from the College of Classic Rock Knowledge. That's right. You get one question right, you got an associate's degree, two's good for a bachelor's degree, and that's good enough to win the prize. Three, of course, you're... You got a master's degree, and then for your doctorate, you got to get all four. Yeah, understandable. All right. All right. So, no question. Okay. And by the way, just so you know, we will give you a question. It'll be multiple choice, and you will have five seconds to answer every question. If you do not answer within five seconds, you will be buzzed, and, and you will not attain your degree for that level. Just like going to ASU. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah it sounds familiar, doesn't it? And it is the you same thing here. the whole time. You only have to get half the questions right. So. Yeah. All right. Congra- uh, the entrance exam is, is pass-fail, really. First question. Who was the lead singer for the band Genesis before Phil Collins? Was it Mark Bolin, Anne Bolin, or Peter Gabriel? Peter Gabriel. Nice job. Nice job. Already, Didn't even need- already got an associate's that degree. That was quick, yeah. Who played drums in Emerson, Lake, and Palmer? Was it Emerson, Lake, or Palmer? 
Oh, uh, Emerson. No, I'm sorry. That is incorrect. Emerson was your keyboard player. In fact, he was surrounded by that monstrous rack of keyboards. Yeah, and he is no longer with us. Yeah. Carl Palmer. Palmer was your drummer. Okay. Palmer, Palmer, okay. Okay, you got to get one more question to get the prize. Right before going solo, right before going solo, Peter Frampton was in this band. Was it King Crimson, Humble Pie, or Nazareth? Humble pie. Nice, nice job. job. So right. He's already won. Now, the most he can get out of this deal is, is a master's, master's degree. But right. it's free. It's okay. pretty good. Yeah. yeah, that's not bad. Last question not here. Bad. What band did Eric Clapton, Jimmy Page, and Jeff Beck all play in at one time or another? Was it the Monkees? The Yardbirds. Oh, look at him. Didn't even, didn't even need the time. time. <laughs> Greg, you are highly deserving of the prize and... Your master's degree yep. from the College of Classic Rock Knowledge. Well played on your all part, right. Greg. What are you going to do with all this, uh, all these accolades now? <laughs> um, I'm not sure. Right, <laughs> hang it's them on the wall there. Spoken like an ASU grad. Yeah. And there by the go. way, by the way, Greg, uh, graduation is. It, I'm sorry, it's going to be virtual this year, unfortunately. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So not an in-person thing. So hang with us, Greg. There you go. Congratulations, <laughs> and that is how you graduate from the College of Classic Rock Knowledge. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Dramatic pause. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. Dramatic Pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Do Choose. Light, comfy, good to go to.